blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co host, John Spees. And today we are finishing up our quarterfinals in the TTT 2023 tournament, and we've got us a rematch. That's right, it's Will vs. Barber 2 Electric Boogaloo. And we're going to start off in the Attitude Era. This legend is a former WWE light heavyweight champion and a two-time tag team champion as part of the group Too Cool. His finishing move is the worm. It's Scotty Too Hottie Barber. I love it. That was the That's maybe the first introduction you've ever given to me that I saw where it was going <laughs> until the very end. Uh, yeah, so just keep all of your uh, references and preferably even questions in the wrestling wheelhouse and mm. man i will have a great day yep. i'm just letting you know how are your skills at the worm uh not as good as they used to be mm. i'm getting up there in age mm. and uh, i used to be terrible at it and now i'm decidedly worse <laughs> okay anything else you want to tell the people about yourself scott just uh, you know classical trope uh accountant west virginia Blah, blah, blah. Scared to death of Will again. As soon as I saw this matchup on the horizon, <laughs> knew this was going to be a damn problem, but here we are. Uh, but so good times are going to be had. Though. Yep. You were able to take him down last year. Will you repeat no, yourself? No, don't, don't, don't. Okay, he's <laughs> doing the sandbagging thing again. The dude, the dude took it personal last <laughs> year. Now he's coming back like 48 <laughs> times as strong and we didn't need that to start with. Well, so it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I'm going to have a good time no matter what. I just right. chalked it up to that. You're right. Because he's mad. He's psycho. He's purely insane. He's bonkers cuckoo and full on batty. It's Will, the mentally ill Gilbert. Wow. <laughs> Hey, Will. How's it going? I know that wasn't my most sensitive intro. Um, nope, not at all. <laughs> I also literally, I, I one of the classes that I teach is AP Psychology. So we've been discussing uh, diagnosis and treatment this week. So it's been fun. <laughs> right. Please remind yeah. everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, high school teacher from St. Louis. And um, yeah, I teach Latin and psych. And those are the things I know and or don't know, depending on what questions you ask. <laughs> right. Well, we hope everybody out there knows our rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. Okay, now that everybody knows the rules to our little show, 
I want to get to know Will and Scott just a little bit better, and you guys seem like you're some hardcore rockers, and John and I had just done an episode on this on the Blashmar Pass. I want to know, what is your favorite guitar solo of all time? Pick the song, your song with the favorite Ooh. guitar solo. <laughs> oh, this is such a hard I've question. got bad answers. I have to think of good answers. Uh Okay, you keep thinking, Will. I've got one. It's not okay, going to be good. popular. You've already won this, by the way. Just letting you know, probably. Unless because, you pick the one that I was going to be my joke answer. That not, might be what no, I, what mine's I actually, end up with. Mine's actually the real, uh, real answer, because this band is a little divisive. You either like them or you really don't. And uh, that is the guitar solo outro uh, for Hotel California, Joe Walsh. Uh, it's, uh, I, I love, I love Eagles unironically. I grew up on Eagles, uh, seen them in concert. Just, it's like comfort food to me. The Eagles are and hotel California is one of those just classic tunes and that guitar outro, uh, with Joe Walsh. I believe, uh, uh I believe, uh, Don Felder yep. has some hand that, in it that, too. It's a, sort one. of a two hander, yep. right? Yep. John would know better than I would. No, you got it. It's Don Felder and, and Joe Walsh. Yeah, Don Felder and Joe Walsh with the two-hander. and uh, you know, You've know, said two-hander twice even, in my oh, presence, <laughs> Scott. Please don't ever say that again. This even, is our clean even, podcast. <laughs> I'm talking about guitar licks here, man. What are you talking about? And now you here? just said licks. About licks oh, my God. Time. But what, what, what has happened here? I'm, we're talking about, talking about practice, man. Talk about practice. I practice a lot. <laughs> I can turn anything. It doesn't matter what it is, Scott. <laughs> oh, all right. I love it. All right, Will. You've had plenty of time to think. Oh, I've like I, I've come up with with I think what is the definitive answer. Uh, it, it's spe- a specific moment in a specific guitar solo, and that is uh, during the George Harrison tribute concert. Uh, there's a performance of. While my guitar gently weeps, where Prince comes in with it, perhaps the best solo of all time. So much so that like they basically stop the performance and everybody watches him. And this is like people like Paul McCartney and Tom Petty and all these people just turn and just like it is genuinely amazing. And it's probably the best guitar solo of all time. All right. So we've got uh, while my guitar gently weeps. So uh, you said Prince doing that one. And yes. Scott has. Hotel California. Well, I can tell you, one of those guitar solos made John's list, and one of those guitar solos made my list. And so the one that made my list, that is going to go first, is Prince's version of While My Guitar Gently Leaves. That was actually my number two, and it is a phenomenal, I mean, literally, the way you put it. What? Every. What was your number one? My number one is Freebird. I think the ending. That was, was my second pick. Oh, there you go. But I also. That was your joke pick, right? No, no. My <laughs> joke pick was the sublime. I can play the guitar like <laughs> an muffing riot. And then he goes. And he plays like eight notes total. Yeah. Now I know what John's number one is. Well, you have to listen to the show. That's right. You have to listen to the Blast from Our podcast. So. All right, that uh, means Will Gilbert, you got to pick your category first. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't double check if these are the right 10, so I'm just going to go with what I think. This is for me, right? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to take a news yeah, and politics. Yeah, you're picking start, for yourself. Right? Start, start where I normally start, news mm-hmm. and politics. And we will start off in the 60s. 
1960. Which South American country joined Iran, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, and Kuwait to become part of the newly created OPEC? Venezuela. Venezuela is correct. All right, going quick over to Barber. Mm, let's, uh, well, we didn't talk about music. Let's just go with music. Okay. And your decade is the 50s. 50s. Oh, boy. And we're going to take a trip to the Throwback Lounge for this music question. So, Scott, I need you to name the artist of this 1958 Billboard number 8 hit with the following lyrics. His mother told him, someday you'll be a man, and you will be the leader of a big old band. Many people come in from miles around to hear you play your music when the sun go down. Hey! I think that's um, Chuck Berry's. Is that Johnny Be Good, Chuck Berry? That is Chuck Berry's Johnny Be Good. Nice, Chuck. St. Louis's own. There you go. You know, you for, know, for good uh, or bad. Yeah. <laughs> speak, speaking of guitar solos, oh yeah, the Marty McFly cover. Of yes. That, <laughs> Great. You know, you're not ready for it, but your kids go love it. <laughs> All right, Will. We're back to you. Um. You know, I'm always scared of some of these categories. I feel like there's some that are my wheelhouse, but also I know the questions that you ask. Mm -hmm. Let's let's jump into. Um, did you have a games category? Is that one of yeah, these? Yeah, toys and games. Toys and yeah. games. Let's do toys and games. Okay. Let's let's see what. Mm. Your decade is. I'm the, hoping for the games part. Your decade is the '90s. Introduced in the mid '90s, what plush Teddy? came with special markers for you to write on it. Then you could wash it in the washing machine, remove all the ink, and start again fresh. Oh, this was a toy and not a game. Mm -hmm. That's unhelpful. I had friends that had it. I did not. Hmm. I know at least one word in the name. Um, could you repeat the question one more time? Of course. Introduced in the mid-90s, what plush teddy came with special markers for you to write on it. Then you could wash it in the washing machine, removing all the ink, and start again fresh. I don't, I, I don't know it. I'm going to say, like, uh, pen and erase bear. Pen and erase bear is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? <clears throat> Probably not. Um... It doesn't sound right, but it's the only. It's coming in my head vaguely. It, it seemed like I remember something called Doodle Bears. Is it Doodle Bears? Doodle Bear is correct. Wow! Oh, nice job, Scott. I don't know. I don't know why I even know that. I, I've definitely heard of it too. I just could not remember what what kind of bear it was. Yep. But there's a bunch of doodles in the '90s. I should have just gone with you know. <laughs> All right, Barbara getting the steal. And what category do you want next? Uh, let's go movies. Okay. And it is also the 90s. A uh, little bit of a lengthy question, but let me read the whole thing. Was it written by Scott Barber? Because I've been accused of that in lengthy It questions. was written by Vernon Heggie. Thank you, Vernon. Oh, okay. We Thank appreciate you, it. Vernon. 
1996 comedy starred Whoopi Goldberg as Miss Franklin, a, lo- a limousine driver who was picked to shoot a free throw to be an honorary assistant coach for the New York Knicks. Due to fan popularity, she eventually becomes the Knicks head coach and gets them into the playoffs. The movie included NBA many NBA greats like Dennis Rodman, Muggsy Bogues, and Gary Payton. It also had cameos by Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and Fabio. Oh, I know this. I can see, I can actually see clips of this movie in my head. I cannot come up with the name of it because it's her. She's a Knicks coach. It even had like live action cameos of the Knicks from the time. Hmm. I cannot come up with that. It's something. It's the, it's the wrong name. It's the only thing that's coming to mind. I know it's because this is completely a different movie. I'm hoping that there's just two movies named the same, but I'm going to guess She's the Man. She's the Man is incorrect. Will, can yeah. you steal? Okay. So here is what I know about the title. The title is a name. It's a first name that is moderately androgynous, and it's her character's name. Uh, and I went through this in my head, and I was like, is it Jack? Is it uh, Paul? I'm going through all these like first name movies that I could think of that came out. Oh God, I just I can't think of what this name is. Um, I can't. If you gave me a day, and I don't want to wait a day on this, so I'm just gonna say uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash and be wrong. Jumpin' Jack Flash is another fantastic Whoopi Goldberg movie, but this is not that one. No, this, you were right on, Will, other than getting the right title. It is called Eddie. Eddie. And her full name was would... Edwina Franklin, uh, but Eddie was what she went for. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I knew all the things about that movie, and I could yep. not think of the name. Oh, that's it's funny. and. and... Even saying it, it doesn't even really sound that all that familiar, but I know you're right. It's yep. one of those, like, yeah, that's that's right, but I, I wouldn't have come up with that. Even with the day, Will, I couldn't have come up with that. Okay. If you could, could you come up with it if I told you all of the details of, like, it's the first name or no? No, like you were t- saying, I was like, yeah, that all sounds right. Maybe that's where I was going. She's the man on it because yeah. it was like a guy's name. And yeah. I couldn't couldn't figure it out. Yeah. All right, Will, we are back to you. Um, I would like something that I know, please. Mm. Uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, let's... is that an option? I'll take some of that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> let's try. Liter- let's try literature. All right, literature coming at you. It's also the nineties. Wow. Okay. Published in nineteen ninety-five, who was the primary author of *The Road Ahead*, a summary of the internet revolution? I don't know, but uh, I do know that the inventor of the internet is Al Gore. So I'm going to say Al Gore. Al Gore is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? This feels like it's one of those things where someone in the industry wrote a book right when things were getting hot. Uh, So I'll just guess Bill Gates. Bill Gates is correct. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like something yeah. like one of those things where, and, and the with it being 95, that probably had something to do with the same time Windows 95 was coming out. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that's true. I'm just talking out my butt right that now. Was, so that was that was that was my second guess, but I I was like, who was big into the internet right then? And ninety five is like solidly Al Gore time. Oh, yeah. So that was your yeah, that was your second guess behind Al Gore. You should you should have just went with I mean yeah. at in that era he was the one talking about the internet the most that wasn't I like, guess you're uh, yeah, I, I mean, guess you're uh, I always so I always think of the Al Gore thing as like a joke more than anything else yeah. because it's always like oh he invented the internet. I know and I know the whole the know, whole he actually he funded the internet the thing, yeah. He actually funded yeah. the the yeah. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Scott Barber getting a steal. And what do you want? We have TV, fashion, slang, sports, and food left. Let's go T V, please. And your decade is the 60s. Okay. What American sitcom running from 1960 to 72 chronicles the life of widower Stephen Douglas as he raises a few boys? Is that my Three Sons? Yeah. My Three Sons. My Three Sons. Oh, sorry. I thought that was My Three Sons is correct. Yeah, I keep I, answering like it's some sort of other alternate universe Jeopardy where you say, if, yeah. is it, at yeah. the beginning. So, so you can do that on Jeopardy. They allow that. They get annoyed at you after a while. Um, and they're like, hey, would you change how you phrase it? Uh, I was but, always wondering that yeah. because that's literally how I answer so many questions when I'm playing at home. And if I ever was, uh, if someone was ever dumb enough to put me on Jeopardy, that was going to be like my gimmick. Was to <laughs> literally just ask. Is it like this? Just to watch people on Twitter lose their minds. You could also literally answer it being like, uh, my three sons. Oh, really? You can, with the inflection. If it's a question, it's a question. Fair. Stick it to the man. (laughs) All right. I don't know why Jeopardy's the man, but. No, Eddie's the man. Eddie Eddie is. (laughs) She is the man. All right. Uh, Will, we're back to you. I would like to get a question right. Uh, I don't know what category that's going to do for me, though. Let's try food and drink and uh, find one that's probably out of my wheelhouse. (laughs) Well, let's see if your wheelhouse is in the 80s. The Rockafire Explosion was the animatronic house band for what Chuck E. Cheese knockoff restaurant that began operations in 1980. The knockoff company actually bought the bankrupt uh, bankrupted Chuck E. Cheese in 1984, but due to conflicting rights issues, the company opted to rebrand all their locations to Chuck E. Cheese's as opposed to vice versa. What year did they get bought, did you say? 1984. So it was, I know this band because I went to the Chuck E. Cheese's when I was a kid. Um, I know what the name starts like. Um... This is the dead air you cut out. Right? Yes, I do cut it out. I know you do. I listen to your podcast. <laughs> um, it's another one I need. I need more time than I'm willing to spend. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not going to give Scott any help if he needs it. I don't think he's going to need it though. I'll. I'll just pass this one over. All right, passing over to Scott. <laughs> This is a very slumdog millionaire moment because a friend of mine just went to one of these. There is this, this, this band, the animatronic band is still local and live in Huntington, West Virginia. 
uh, it still exists there. And they just posted on Facebook. They were like, we actually got to see the rock of fire band. And it's just, and I went down a complete rabbit hole and knew about the whole selling and everything of them. I locally, uh, here's the thing. Locally, it's called Billy Bob's Wonderland, but I think nationally it's called Showbiz Pizza. So I'll just say Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz Pizza is correct. Yeah. Well, yep. the one that is in Huntington is Billy Bob's Wonderland. Okay. And it has the Rock of Fire band on <laughs> that, it. But it's, that name fits West Virginia so well. So well. <laughs> yes, so well. All right. Scott gets the steal. And Scott, do you want sports, slang, or fashion? What category was that again? That was food. We just food and drink. Apparently, oh, that was food and drink. Yes, so yes, showbiz pizza. I, I agree. It's it says pizza in the name. <laughs> You're just That's a little fun. bit bitter. Uh, no, I'm just bitter. I don't know things. That's all I'm bitter about. Uh, I'm, even though I'm uh, going against the guy in the football kit right now, I'll I'll go sports. Okay. And your decade is the '90s. Who became the first black? wrestling champion recognized by a major organization when in 1991 he defeated vader using a power slam to win the wcw world title he would hold on to it for five months and would eventually lose the title back to vader damn i just asked for wrestling questions <laughs> and you give me wrestling questions i love this technically show. john gave you the wrestling question uh, i just had it I written down i love the show um uh, he was known in the WWF as Farouk, but when he won the title in 91, he was known just simply by his actual name, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons is correct. Is correct. Sorry, Will, you got it. <laughs> I can't believe it gave me a wrestling question. But also, I know Farouk. I would have guessed Farouk. Uh, okay. So I, I, I would have gotten credit for it. I just clearly have not been selecting the questions that I should be selecting. All right. But this is clearly bad. <laughs> which uh, which one do you want, Will, between slang or fashion? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you got one of them. Uh, hey, uh, Scott, pick a number. Uh, let's go like of a range or uh, you want any number. Make it a whole number. <laughs> a whole number. Yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, Larry Bird's classic 33. I'll take slang then. Thank you. Okay. okay. You're welcome. Glad to help. And your decade is the 70s. Bookum Dano became part of the American vocabulary when what cop show aired beginning in 1974? Thank you for giving me a TV question and not a slang question. Uh, I Both? believe this is this is Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O is correct. And uh, we will uh, finish things off in fashion for Scott. And it's the 2000s. Popular in the early 2000s, what men's hairstyle has the haircut short and formed into short spikes with hair gel. The hair is bleached such at the end of each spike into a pale blonde, usually in contrast to the wearer's main hair color. I just know that is frosted tips. I'll just call it frosted tips. Frosted tips is correct. Okay. Nice that was very popular when I was in middle school. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Justin Timberlake influenced a lot of people. Everybody that, had it. Uh, These are more look. curly tips, though. But yes. and, yeah, and he, tomorrow, he, hey, and, and it's going to be May, so that's a very uh, 
very appropriate for today. Well, for when we're recording, but by the time this airs, we'll be yeah, pretty much near yeah, the end happy, of May. Yeah, ha- Merry Christmas to everybody listening <laughs> to this, by the way. So. All right, that is the end of round one. John, where do we stand? All right, Scott's got a little bit of a lead. He's got 70, and Will has 20. Uh, yes, but we have seen comebacks yeah. of this size before, <laughs> size this, and stature. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah, we have. We totally have. All right. Uh, as Will got to pick first in round one, Scott, that means you get to pick for Will to start off round two. Let's go with fashion for Will. That's I'll say that to the guy in the uh, football kit yeah. once again. His decade is the 80s. Okay. Hello. What jeans brand was founded in 1972? but reached peak popularity in the 80s. It was the first to import low-cut French-style jeans into the United States, and it led the way with the heavy acid wash trend amassing $150 million in annual sales. Um, um, fashion is one of those categories that if you live it, you have a much better chance of getting this. Um, I I don't have a, a good answer, so I'm going to make something up. I mm, Let's try Bonjour. Bonjour Jeans is correct. You Very just good. gave me just good enough job. clues. You said the word French. You said hello. And I, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Happy, happy to help. All right. What do you want to give to Scott? I'm going to give Scott... Slang. Slangy Scott. This decade is the 90s. Okay. Used by hip-hop culture in the 90s, what was effectively a synonym to leave? Not to be confused with a 1997 Freak Nasty song that used it as a dance move. Can I get that one one more time, please? Used by hip-hop culture in the 90s, what was effectively a synonym for to leave? Not to be confused with a 1997 Freak Nasty song called, or Freak Nasty song, that would help you, a Freak Nasty yeah, song that used it as a dance move. Synonym to leave. Freak Nasty. My, my Freak Nasty uh, Greatest Hits album must still be in the mail somewhere. <laughs> not familiar too much with their catalog um and all of the synonyms don't really match check what i what that clue would be with the dance move uh i'll just guess jet jet is incorrect yeah will can you steal maybe i have a word that's in my head that's both a dance move and a word that means to leave let's try bounce 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 is incorrect. Yep, mm. it's, a, it's a dance move, and it means to it leave. That's right. That was a lot better and, and, answer than mine, dude. Well, Jet could probably be a dance move, I bet. Um, so there's a couple things, but you got to know Freak Nasty if you're going to listen to Throwback Trivia Takedown, obviously. Uh, John, do you know this one? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the Freak Nasty song is Da Dip, and it's the to dip. Oh, dipping. I I know oh, that okay. song. I just I know the song. don't I know who. Yeah sings that yep <laughs> and that's on me you and me both will <laughs> no but th- that's that is way more wheelhousey for me and i should have gotten it sure all right uh scott we're back for you to pick for gilbert okay let's go with um let's go sports okay sports 
and your decade is the 2000s. On January 22nd, 2006, what all-time great shooting guard put up 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. This is currently the second highest amount of points scored in a game by a single player. You said 81 points, right? That is correct, or that is what I said. I think that 81 points is Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is correct. Yep. Nice. Well done. You're getting some stuff that you know. That's also was my senior year of high school when I was paying the most attention to sports. Yeah. Yep. It was an incredible game. All right. Uh, Will, what do you want to give back to Scott? Uh, Scott, uh, why don't you take food and drink? Let's see okay. what you get today. Let's see what I get. You get the 90s. Wow. Okay. In 1990, Juice Club opened in San Luis Obispo, California, selling juices, smoothies, and similar items. The brand grew, and then in 1995, it changed its name to what as a play on a Swahili word meaning to celebrate? Can I get a reread, please? Mm-hmm. In 1990, Juice Club opened in San Luis Obispo, California, selling juices, smoothies, and similar items. The brand grew, and then in 1995, it changed its name to what as a play on a Swahili word meaning to celebrate? The only juice like restaurant I remember, or you know, uh, sales place I remember from around that time is Jamba Juice. That kind of fits, so let's just guess Jamba Juice. Jamba Juice is correct. Good job. There's one near my house. I've oh, never been. That's still that's still a thing. Okay. No, it's it's, it's giant now. It's all over the place. Yeah. It's not really? just like a little. Yeah. I don't get out a lot. I don't leave the house much. <laughs> and I don't know if they made it into the West Virginia market either. So. <laughs> I doubt it. Let's just say. Let's yeah, just say juices not, and cleanses aren't quite the uh, the mountaineer way. Not quite our not quite our thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ironically, though, I remember a Jamba Juice in. I used to live in Capital City, Charleston, West Virginia, and I remember one there. But um, anyway, let's uh, let's let's move on. Um, uh, all right, I'm picking for a will. You yeah. are. Let's go with news. Okay. One of his stronger categories. And his decade is the 2000s. Okay. On October 15th, 2009, Richard. And Mayumi Heen released a helium-filled float resembling a silver flying saucer above Fort Collins, Colorado. They then claimed that their six-year-old son, Falcon, was trapped inside it. The news became massive headlines, but turned out to be a hoax. What nickname has been most associated with this incident and their son? I think it's just Balloon Boy. (laughs) Balloon Boy is correct. It is just Balloon Boy. Yep. That was a thing that happened. That was a thing that happened. I definitely remember it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I do too. That's funny. Everybody freaked out about it. All right. Will, what do you want to give to Scott? I'm going to... There's just so many things that I don't know what you're going to ask about. So I have no idea what's helpful here. Yeah. I'm I'm going to give you games, the toys and games, and see how it goes. If he was asking stuff that you for sure knew about, that wouldn't be a very fun game. Mm -hmm. At least not for me. Yeah. Well, so far it's been things that I don't know. So I'm I'm hoping it. At the same time, Scott, you asked for a wrestling question and you got one. So maybe. I did. Thank you. (laughs) So can we, can, okay. Can we, can we do that again? Because that'd be awesome. 
It's going to be Wrestle Buddies. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, the decade is the 80s. Hey, it's possible. It could be. Introduced in 1982, what plush pajama-clad invertebrate contained a battery-powered device that, when squeezed, would light up the toy's vinyl head from within, creating a soft uh, luminescence. Reread that, please. Sorry. Introduced in 1982, what plush pajama-clad invertebrate contained a battery-powered device that, when squeezed, would light up the toy's vinyl head from within, creating a soft luminescence. My cousin had one of these. I think they're just called glowworms. Glowworm is correct. Yeah. And... We sh- if these questions were flipped from round to round, I feel like I would be doing better right now. Pretty good. All right. Uh, Scott, what do you want to give to Will? And left there is literature, TV, music, and movies. Literature, please. Okay. Literature, coming at you. Yeah. And it's also the 80s. Wow. Okay. Fall from Innocence is the subtitle of what Stephen King novella that was released in 1982. The novella was uh, was adapted into a Rob Reiner film in 1986, though the film used a different name. You want the novella? I want the novella. Is this the body? This is the body. Now you're doing my trick. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Pulling a Jeopardy style. That's that's my gimmick. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's in... um, uh, what, what, it's it's a book. It's got like it's called like all seasons or yeah, something. Different, like for different the, seasons. Different seasons. Yep. Yeah. I was. I genuinely always know the word season is in there and never remember that that's the title. <laughs> nice. But I'm glad you just asked for the novella. Yep. All right, Will. What do you want to give to Scott? Movies, music, or TV? Um, because I don't want it, Scott. Please take oh. music. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And a decade is the '60s. Hmm. Right. Well, not so much thanks now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Scott, I'm going to need you to finish the lyric, which is actually mm-hmm. also the title to this Bobby V Billboard number two hit. All right. So the lyrics are starting. If you think his lips can kiss you better than my lips can kiss you, blank, blank, blank. What was the... Reread, please. Yep. Uh, this is a finish the lyric question, which is also the title to a 1961 Bobby V Billboard number two hit. If you think his lips can kiss you better than my lips can kiss you, blank, blank, blank. And what year was that again? 1961. His lips can kiss you, and, and the lyric again. Sorry, not a problem. His lips can kiss you. If you think his lips can kiss you better than my lips can kiss you, blank, blank, blank. I don't know it. Um, well, let's just guess. Then you're wrong. Then you're wrong is okay. incorrect. Yep. Then well, I'm wrong. can you steal? I don't think I can. Um, I think when you say it, I'll be like, oh, probably. Um, I think it has something to do with just like, just go away. Uh, but that's not my. Um, like, I think that's the vibe of it. But um, 
Let's say I'll move on. I'll move on is incorrect. Nope. So hmm. I'll kind of sing it. If you think his lips can kiss you better than my lips can kiss you, run to him. Run to him. Is the I don't song know that one at all. That is also a song I don't know. So okay. I'm okay with that. Hmm. All right. Scott, what do you want to give to Will? Uh, let's go movies. Okay. Decade is the 2000s. Uh, okay. What? 2001 action comedy stars Samuel L. Jackson as chemist Elmo McElroy, who heads to Britain to sell his powerful new drug. All does not go as planned, and the chemist soon becomes entangled in a web of deceit, and the drug turns out to be a placebo. God. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, well, can, it, can you give me that spoiler alert again, please? Sure. What 2001 action comedy stars Samuel L. Jackson as chemist Elmo Elmo McElroy, who heads to Britain to sell his powerful new drug. All does not go as planned, and the chemist soon becomes entangled in a web of deceit, and the drug turns out to be a placebo. I've not seen the movie. That's all I know for sure. But that's like most movies. Um, there's a lot of movies. Just in the Samuel L. Jackson oeuvre, there's a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, just, yeah, exactly. Trying to place it in the year. I, I don't know. I'm going to say Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? I think I've seen this movie. I saw a lot of movies in the 2000s. Um, is this Formula 51? Formula 51 is correct. Yeah. See, it's just I one... Haven't... It's one of those that not. I thought I was like honestly the only person who knows that I actually. Own I, I it. genuinely have never heard of it until yeah, right now. I, yeah, I was I like, is that just either. like a weird uh, version of Formula One? That's <laughs> no. No. <laughs> in the uh, UK they call it the fifty first state, but yes, in the US it is called Formula Fifty One. Right. Doesn't so. he have like a really big afro in that movie too? Uh, for the um, the uh, flashbacks, yes, but I don't oh, think okay. uh, not in like the uh, the regular stuff. Yeah, he actually, I think he's got like kind of cornrows, if I remember correct. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. That's right. Like I said, I've seen uh, the the 2000s were weird for me. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. Getting the steal and you're going to end this category in TV. And decade is the 70s. Okay. Another question from Vernon Heggie. Thank you, Vernon. And uh, the last Vernon question was the only one that y'all didn't answer, I think. So far, if I well, they didn't answer the music question. Oh, that's right, they didn't get the music question. Run to him. My bad. We've also missed a slang question. uh, The slang, slang question. That's right. Dip. Oh, never mind. I take that. Oh, the dip. Yeah, we've missed a lot of questions. (laughs) Missed a lot of questions. All right. What What was the decade again? Sorry. Seventies. Seventies TV. TV. Yep. Okay. What American detective television series ran on ABC from 1975 to 1978? The titular character lived in a rundown hotel with Fred, his pre- his pet cockatoo. I've got two names in mind. Can you reread that, please? Mm-hmm. What American detective television series, which ran on ABC from 1975 to 1978, the titular character lived in a rundown hotel with Fred, his pet cockatoo? I was leaning Rockford Files until you brought up the bird. 
and now I think it's Beretta. Let's guess Beretta. Beretta is correct. Nice job. Um, All right, that is the end of round two. John, where are we standing? All right, uh, Scott has 110 and Will has 60. Yes, yes, so it is not a double up. Um, That's what I was was fighting for that from... Once halftime hit, my goal was don't let him double you up. Yes, so it's definitely still possible. Uh, Scott, as you are in the lead going into the final round, what is going to be the first category going in? Um, that's a great question. Um, let's go music. Okay. The decade will be the 2000s. So we're going to wheelhouse this then, I think, because I'm going to do news and politics. Okay. Yeah. And that decade will be the 50s. All right. Well, we need you two to write down your wagers based on 2000s music and 50s news and politics. I'm good. Locked. Okay. All right. We will start in 2000s music. In 2000. What rock and roll star was boycotted by the New York City police for writing the song American Skin 41 Shots, which was inspired by the police shooting death of Amadou Diallo? And our 50s news and politics question. On November 30th, 1957, President Sukumo of which country survived a grenade attack after visiting an elementary school in Jakarta? While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I am here to tell everyone out there, go check out uh, the Blast From Our Past podcast. We talked about our guitar solo episode. We've got a lot of good episodes, you know? Right, John? I mean, I think it's a darn good podcast, if you have to ask me. I agree. All right. So go check out the Blast From Our Past. Could you reread those both, please? I will. I'll read the 2000s music in 2000. What rock and roll star was boycotted by the New York City police for writing the song American Skin, 41 Shots, which was inspired by the police shooting death of Amadou Diallo? And our 50s news and politics question. On September 30th, 1957, President Sukumo of which country survived a grenade attack after visiting an elementary school in Jakarta? Oh, wait, no. I said Sukumo. I think it's... Sorry, it's, Sukarno. Yeah, it's Sukarno. Sukarno. Okay. I wish you'd stopped there. <laughs> <laughs> Sukamo. Sukarno. Yes. The mm. R and the N next to each other kind of, you know, it looks it's a lot like It's the kerning like issue. It's a kerning issue. Yes, it's exactly I what agree. it is. Um, can, can, okay. Gary, reread the last question, please. Uh, the, is that the Make news sure. and politics question? Yes, please. Okay. On November 30th, 1957, President Sukarno of which country survived a grenade attack after visiting an elementary school in Jakarta. Okay. Oh, man. I'm locked in my way. Okay. I figured you are. I'm... mm, I'm solid on the second question, obviously, because that's my wheelhouse. (laughs) And you you, you fixed my pronunciation of the name. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Um, if you, if you hadn't, you know, said the name of the capital city of the country, it might've helped me differentiate myself from Scott a little bit. Um, but 
Now I've got to figure out. He, he didn't. He didn't say it was the capital city, of the country, but that may feel a lot better about what. I mean. Yeah. Um, he just said he was there. He just said he was yeah. there. You know. Yeah. I mean, um, George Bush got throat, shoes thrown at him while he was in another country, so for sure, doesn't necessarily have to be there to for uh, sure. So but again, just, that makes me feel a lot better about <laughs> the things that. Which also means that if he gets the first one right, it doesn't matter what I do. So I'm gonna spend some time thinking but not too much more time uh you said it's american skin it's 41 shots it's about amadou diallo it's new york and it's a rock and roll star that's everything summarized including that's that's almost the full question (laughs) and and the year 2000 (laughs) yep there you Um, go you just nailed out every fact um everything but the articles yeah that doesn't matter Run to him again. I don't know that song. No, no, it's not not like at all. There's a Billboard number two hit. Now you know it. Is it really a Billboard number two hit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they had a number two hit every week, so it could be uh, like. And in the fifties, they would have things that were on the charts for a day, uh, for like a singular week, over and over again. Um, had a gut instinct answer, and it's wrong. Um, I'm going to write down my wrong answer. All right. Well, you're not just going to have to write down. You have to read it first as you are behind. Will Gilbert, what are your answers to the 2000s music and the 50s news and politics question? Well, uh, President uh, Suharno is one of the, I think he was the founding president of uh, the nation of Indonesia. And Jakarta is the capital of Indonesia. So it's Indonesia. Uh, also, uh Next year, I think, they're changing their capital city to a new location. So uh, that should come up at some point. Not mm-hmm. on this show, because you don't do this decade yet. Nope. Um, but maybe next decade, when you move everything forward. Exactly. If we last another 10 years, then yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't know this first answer. Um, I was toying with a lot of different names, and the name that came to my mind first, but it's entirely because of not... Uh, American skin, but because American woman was in my head, I have Lenny Kravitz, and that's what I wrote down. All right. Mr. Barber, what were your answers? Well, thanks to you saying Jakarta, because I had no clue. Uh, I also went with Indonesia, hoping that it was right. Uh, but the song, I, I remember this song because my brother's a big fan of this guy. That's uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. All right. The 50s news and politics is Indonesia. And I dropped in Jakarta because I know I would have had no chance to get it if I didn't put in, uh, you know, that answer, that part in there. And the 2000s rock and roll star who is also very political and would write this kind of song is Bruce Springsteen. Makes sense. So... So drama is a little bit sucked out, but we get to know our final scores. Will, what did you wager? Uh, I wagered all of it. Okay. All of it. Mr. Barber? I went for the lockout, went for 11. Okay. All right, John, do us some math and let us know. With a final score of 121 to 0, Scotty Barber is moving on in the tournament. Good game, Scott. You got got hosed, Will. You got... This, those, I mean, when Billy Bob's Wonderland and Ron Simmons come up as questions, uh, it, that's that's it's okay. a bad. 
That's just a bad roll of the dice, man. I feel bad for you. It's it's fine. One, <laughs> one, one day I'll get past the second round of this competition. One day. One day. Well, study up some Freak Nasty and some Bobby V, and then maybe you will. Uh, if you know I did that, that was... I still would have been down, I think, three. <laughs> so, or three questions. Uh, maybe. So I, It's, I wouldn't, yeah, it's rare for me to miss, like, two musics like that, like, in a row. Or I guess one of them was technically slang, but yeah. 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 Uh, so. But still, kind of music. Kind of music, right? It was a fantastic game, though, gentlemen. Fantastic game. And uh, Scott, we will continue to hear from you at the next uh, episode where you will be taking on uh, the powerhouse who i don't know i don't think he took you down last year but he is some or maybe he did i don't remember no but he no, frankie, he made it frankie all the way to the uh sorry john frankie took him down last year oh frankie, frankie took frankie you down last year that's right um but uh, this guy did make it to the finals last year jeremy goodson you will be playing jeremy goodson oh jeremy next, that's so. gonna be that's gonna be no fun at all yeah, it's gonna be cool. that's gonna be very fun for us yeah for y'all <laughs> yes but will Unfortunately, the end, you can't get past the second round. It's okay. But you're a fantastic, fantastic competitor, and we really appreciate you being a patron and being on the show. So now's the time for you to uh, mention anything you want to do or whatever you want to mention. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm i a high school teacher, so I, I usually talk about how my, my students are great, and they are, uh, and uh, young folks are awesome. And you should support them if you can. I don't know when this is coming out exactly. Uh, right now, it's almost the end of the school year, which is super stressful for everybody. So if, if you do have uh, young folks in your life, uh, make sure that you're supporting them when what is their like most stressful point in life, which is right now, uh, like the end of the school year. But also, uh, young folks' problems are real. Uh, so even... <laughs> Uh, we we have all grown and figured out our identities uh, throughout those teenage years, and and what we now look back on as things that are childish are incredibly real and important to people. So uh, care for them uh, when they are going through uh, those tough parts of their life. Yep, fantastic advice. All right, well, thank you, Will, Scott, John. I'm Adam. This is another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Mm -hmm.